Hey, this is Royce Hall with the Wealth Science Podcast. I'm back with Michael Beswick, who is the, uh, what is your title again? Director of Consulting Services uh, yep. here, at, here at CRM Science. That's bad of me forgetting, man. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> well, in our, our last talk, we, we took an overview of uh, Financial Services Cloud, when to use it, uh, you know, the different, uh, the differences between FSC and uh, your typical sales force. And uh, we want to dive in a little bit deeper today into uh, the use cases around FSC. You good there? I am good. Yep. Okay. Your, your screen was kind of going crazy. It was flickering for a second. Yeah. Just <laughs> trying to fix it. That's right. It, that was your moment of enlightenment. I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me uh, let me cue us up here. So uh, we talked about you know broad strokes FSC and why people would use it, but let's get a little more granular. What are use cases that people typically come to us uh, with when it comes to financial services? So by far the most popular use case that comes to us are, is generally wealth advisors and wealth management. Um, they're always looking for a way to manage their clients. That's keeping track of their notes, people's birthdays, uh, life events, things like that. Um, knowing when to keep contact with them, managing their money, their households, who they're related to, what accounts go to which, um, and very, very much the process of, uh, account opening is a big, big, big thing for, um, the clients that come to us with, with wealth management. Uh, the next after that would probably be um, insurance. So we've we've talked to a number of people with insurance. Um, insurance is an interesting industry for um, FSC, and, and as a consultant implementing FSC, it's interesting too because with a lot of it revolving around um, sort of a yearly schedule, there's a good few months at the last quarter of the year where you don't want to really touch anything at the insurance company's stuff because they're getting people to sign up for, you know, new healthcare and, and all their benefits at different companies and things like that right now. Um, and we also have had a couple of uh, mortgage people come through uh, that were looking to do loan origination, um, vetting of specific clients, um, things like that. Uh, but for the most part, I would say that wealth management and insurance have been the two biggest that have come through. That'd be I think it's funny you you mentioned uh, you know birthdays that comes up over and over again. I don't know how, know how many times you know people are like, I just want to track birthdays so I can send a little reminder and whatnot. And it's I'll tell you the um on one of the very first financial service cloud implementations that we worked on, I was shocked when we were doing um when we were doing the initial call and they were kind of telling us what the what the whole goal of the project was i was shocked because after talking to them for 45 minutes i pretty much like i got off the call and i was like i think all they want to be able to do is know when people's birthdays are and be <laughs> able to be and be able to tell them you can schedule a call with me at any of these times and i was like well, okay those are two really <laughs> simple things i could do that um but fsc has it in there so yeah it comes up a lot. You know, I think about, uh, this is a bit of a tangent, but it just reminds me, I have, a, I have a great realtor. And for like the past 10 years, so like we bought our starter house and then 10 years later, we bought you know, our current house. And she would always send us like, you know, email, you know, congratulations on your anniversary, happy birthday. 
and she would deliver us a pumpkin pie every Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, it's it's really minor, right? But it's like as a salesperson, those things make a difference. And well, yeah, it's yeah. part of it. I, I think I think they make a big difference. And you know, as I've seen over the years of these things being implemented, um, if you think about it, like a CRM, that's what it's for. It's it's to keep the customer relationship. It's when it's working its best, it's providing you insight onto the customer so that you can make contact at the right time in order to better in order to further the relationship. And it does, doesn't always have to be like every time you talk to them, you make a hundred thousand dollars or anything like that. But it is those little things. And marrying um FinServe uh, the marrying the traditional FinServe wealth management where your wealth manager and your advisor, they're very involved in your life. You know, it's not like it's not like you just drop off a few hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars with somebody and you're like, I'll wait for your statement next year. You know, <laughs> yeah. like they 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 make calls, they check on you, they say, hey, the market's doing this. Uh, they, they know when to respond. So giving those people the ability to, you know, know that, you know, your wife is expecting they're, they're just having a conversation with you and you say that your, your, your wife is expecting or, you know, they're having a conversation and the husband is, uh, you know, he's starting a new business, knowing that information and being able to put that inside of um, in FSC, it's called life events and being able to be notified that that's coming up. That's a really powerful tool for a financial advisor. You know, they can call back in six months and say, you know, Mrs. Smith, how how is Mrs. Mr. Smith's new business? Is that working out for you? Or they can call back, you know, a year later saying, hey, we're happy one year, happy one year with your new baby. We're gonna send over a cake, whatever, and it keeps it fresh in their mind. So even if every in even if every bit of conversation isn't transactional, it's all still adding up to give you more information and more of a relationship with that customer, which I think fits into, especially in um, in wealth wealth advisory or insurance, even, yeah, I guess real estate too. Um, it's, it's a very big part of that business, I think, is keeping in contact with your realtor. I have, like you, the realtor that I used to, to buy my house. I also used him when we had a, a portion of the house for rent, and I will use him to sell it when I eventually do. And if I ever need to find a new tenant, you know, so and it's because he calls me on my birthday and he sends he sends, you know, Christmas cards and things like that. So, yeah, it kind of gives you, uh, you know, to use the Salesforce word, that Ohana feeling, right? The family. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, one of the things that inevitably comes up with every one of these you know every everything that's in like the financials vertical is underwriting right uh, that's uh always a use case there's always a huge process how do we get the right things at the right time and uh you know when you're dealing with like loan origination how do we fill out all the forms and one of the things like you know, I think of is like, okay, FSC has, you know, some doc gym uh, capabilities, but then there's also products like uh, Formstack out there, right? So like, you know, where do those, you know, how do those work together? Like, you know, when do you bring in something like that, like a Formstack? Okay, so as a feature of FSC, there is the ability to generate documents but it's not going to be as robust as something like Formstack, um, other doc gen pieces, where you're going to be able to create like, you'll be able to create the actual templates that will go into 
let's say a loan application or let's say an account opening document. Um, the other thing that you're not going to get if you're not using a package like Formstack is a digital signature. So there's so things like DocuSign, Formstack eSign, those types of things, they have um, in place the technology to make that digital signature, you know, binding uh, just as much as you handing the person a document and them signing it at your desk. Um, those are things that you have to buy as an add-on to Salesforce, but the ROI on those are is is fantastic. I mean, anybody who anybody who knows anybody who has ever signed a a, a digital format of a of a document and hasn't had to hop into their car, drive forty five minutes of traffic, sit at somebody's office, wait for them to get the document out, have a conversation, sign it, get back into their car, get home, knows that being able to do that on the phone, on the train, in the car seconds after you're on the phone call saves so much time and not only does it save time and convenience for them but it saves time and convenience for the um for the people the process the mortgage processor for the financial advisor it saves time for everybody involved but from a business perspective that time savings means a lot more money yeah i mean it's, it's the increased deal flow right you know just like you said when i bought when my bought i bought our house you know, like there's all sorts of things that go into that. I don't know how many of those e-signature things I signed. <laughs> there's a bunch of them, right? But to your point, like I didn't have to arrange, okay, I'm going to go downtown on Saturday at X time and meet this person at this place. It's just like, hey, I'm, I'm in my jammies. You know, I'm reading my email and, hey, I got I to gotta do this. I can do it right now from, my, from sitting on my bed, right? Yep. And that means... On the flip side of that, you know, as a user, that's a better experience. But as a, a business person, it's like, okay, that deal flow goes from a weeks long process to days or hours long process, and that you know that increases your your deal flow. That increases your uh, cash flow, as you're saying. Well, well, and and don't and forget don't human forget. nature too. So having a more having a more streamlined and shorter process helps to defeat some of human nature. I mean, I hear you guys say it all the time that time kills all deals, right? So you have to take into account that, you know, there's going to be that person who's signing their mortgage documents at 1049 the night before they're due the next day, right? So that would have been a lost deal because he had missed it. It's after 5 p.m. There's nobody at the office. They can't come in and sign anything anymore. The ability to have that sort of um, not not twenty four seven, but expanded amount of time in that day helps to save some of those deals, and like that's that convenience factor. I'm a bit of a planner. When I did mine, uh, papers were signed like the moment they sent them over. But believe me, I I know plenty of people who probably sign it like yeah, they're fretting. Eh. Yeah, I do want the house, and they sign it at eleven fifty eight on the day that it's supposed to go in. And that deal is now done. It's not lost anymore. Somebody didn't spend six months trying to get the whole thing through only to have it fall apart at the last minute because somebody had cold feet. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Well, uh, to, to kind of transition a little bit, one of the things I, I think is really cool that we do uh, as CRM Science, you know, we have a product development team. And I think it's just, it's really cool that we get to, you know, help people with like, how do I connect to like e-money or Citadel or Fidelity? 
can you just talk a, a little bit about you know what are we doing in the product development sphere because that's you know that's a whole nother part that we haven't discussed uh when it comes to financial services and to fintech like yeah, that, that's fintech right you're on mute sorry about that so we talked a little bit about the those oems right uh and we talked a little bit about add-ons like docusign and Formstack that we can put into so from the pdo perspective one of the good things about salesforce remember the the lego analogy is that we can build whatever we want on it and it's block 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 when you get an app which is what we would build in pdo we've already put all those blocks together for you and you're just clipping it on and you now have a special functionality that you didn't have before um from our side that means that we would build that out we have to build it in an agnostic way so it's not directly for any one specific org. It can be built toward um, financial services cloud. So we're able to build PDO products that take advantage of some of the financial services cloud features. Um, it may be built toward a specific architecture of financial services cloud too. Uh, you'll find PDO products out there that are specifically for wealth management, that are specifically for the banking industry, that are specifically for insurance industry. Um, but for the most part, what PDOs do is we find ways to more easily get you connected to other systems. So, well, we we work we work uh, with a client where we're the PDO for the client building their app that connects their system to Salesforce. Um, a lot of wealth advisors use their system uh, as a supplement for the financial data side, where they use Salesforce as the source of truth for um the people and their accounts and the relationships and things like that so we're able to help them with building this app so that they can have any of their um clients and this is business clients so b2b clients uh their clients being advisors they can have any of their uh clients install the app onto their system so that when we're doing work in salesforce it gets mirrored in their system and their system can help with the account opening part and when that finishes it comes back and it gets mirrored on the account in salesforce gotcha well thank you for walking through uh you know the use cases around financial services walking us through product development i, I appreciate you joining us again thanks thanks for spending some time with us no problem, problem.